Welcome to God's Work Displayed, Episode 9. Hey everybody, hope everyone's doing well. It is March 18th, 2020, and so as many of you know, we are in the midst of a global pandemic with the COVID-19 coronavirus, and so a lot of us are experiencing a new temporary normal for the next few weeks, Um, and so I thought this would be a good time to kind of talk a little bit about how this is affecting individuals with severe and profound intellectual disabilities, Uh, because you may not have thought about them. You may be thinking, oh, I've got this elderly um, woman that's next door that I'm helping out, and that's good, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. But I want us to expand a little bit and just think about some of the people who are maybe getting forgotten in all this mess and who are forgotten in a lot of situations. So I'm going to pray uh, and then we'll just I'll have a little talk about what's going on, and what I think would be some good ideas and some encouragement um, during this time. And then maybe with this extra t- downtime that we have, um, I can produce a couple more episodes. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that um, you allow us to have technology even now that keeps us in touch with one another, um, that allows us to call one another, to use um, internet conferencing calls, to to see one another, uh, texting and social media, to just check in on people. And so, Lord, I am thankful for that. We ask that um, you give the doctors wisdom, the nurses wisdom, and how to treat um, people suffering from this virus. We know that you are ultimately in control, so help us to trust in your sovereignty in the midst of much fear and panic. That's much of it is unnecessary. Help us to have compassion for our neighbors, compassion for those who are Uh, in a greater risk category for serious complications from this virus and even death. Uh, Let us remember our brothers and sisters in other countries that don't have the the wonderful things that we have in terms of medical care uh, that we have in the United States. Uh, Be with our brothers and sisters in the countries who are in um, uh, essentially a lockdown situation. Uh, We are thinking of you. Um, and Lord, uh, heal those who are sick uh, and bring people to a, <clears throat> to a recognition that all their efforts to, to make themselves happy and to uh, find fulfillment in worldly things is un- ultimately unsatisfying and that um, they can't be satisfied outside of you. Help us to point them to Christ as they are asking questions. Help us to show our compassion um, in the midst of fear and that we don't have to fear death even, that we are resting in you and what Jesus has done on the cross for us. So in all these things I ask uh, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so what's going on with me, what's going on with you and all this mess. So 
many of us are, depending where you are, your location. I know a few listeners are in locations right now that are be the governments in those locations are requiring them to stay in their homes except for medical and uh, grocery and there's some really strict restrictions on even that so but then some of us are uh, still able to go to work do all these different things Uh, and then there's like me who i work from home in general Um, i visit clients with my job and right now my employer said that I am not to visit clients, uh, only to conduct um, phone or teleconferencing. And uh, my family, we're, we're somewhat introverted to begin with, so it's not been a huge change, but there's been some change. And so we are essentially doing some self-imposed isolation um, to kind of just help reduce the spread, to help with that that effort. Um personally I, I'm not concerned if I was to get the the virus I think I would probably do fine <clears throat> um, I have concerns about one of my sons though and I also don't want to spread it to people who who wouldn't maybe not be able to fight it off effectively um, this is really not any different than how I um, interact with the flu or any other sickness I just try not to spread it and so um, with the incubation time of this COVID-19, obviously it's a little longer than what we're used to with flus, and so it's a little it's a little harder to deal with in terms of isolation time. But and that's one of the things I want you to start thinking about is this isolation time. For extroverts, I know you all are really struggling, um, and for introverts, it is a struggle too. We still like to interact with people, just not as many at one time. <clears throat> so. I want us to think about, though, individuals with severe and profound intellectual disabilities. Many of them are either living in um, residential places, we call them in the community, but realistically they're not in the community. I I don't care who you are. Those are rare that they're genuinely interconnected with the community. They're just usually um, homes in neighborhoods, but the neighborhood and the individuals that live there don't interact much. Um, Or they are individuals who live with their families, or they are individuals who live in facilities, um, large facilities. So what you're experiencing, though, is what a lot of these people are experiencing all the time because they are isolated. And right now, their isolation is even more intense because the day programs they may be participating in, they're, they're not going to those. Those are closed. The activities they used to enjoy doing, uh, maybe to go to a restaurant or to, to go to a movie or to, to just to go or to go shopping, they're, whether or not your state is saying they, those places had to be closed, those individuals are not being taken for their safety. So, but they're feeling that that loneliness even more acutely. So, <clears throat> that's what you're experiencing right now. But it's probably not as intense. But and that's their life. So I want you to start considering that as you are lonely and stuff. And it's that now is a difficult time to begin building those relationships because I don't want you to go <laughs> visit with those individuals who 
as severe and profound intellectual disabilities because they are immunocompromised. And there's a good chance that you're going to spread, spread that virus to them. And there's a good chance they wouldn't survive that, um, that illness. So please don't go visit them physically now. Um, now's not the time. But after this is done, I don't want you to forget these people experience extreme loneliness, and they experience it on a daily basis. So as soon as this is over, when places are opened up, when you can start interacting, I, we need, myself included, need to make a concerted effort to engage with individuals with severe and profound intellectual disabilities. Find out the companies who are running those residential homes and say, hey, I want to make friends with them. I want to do a Bible study with individuals. Maybe that would be a good way. It would be less weird for the company or if they're in a state-run facility with that. If you have a neighbor who um, has a severe and profound intellectual disability, talk to their family. See if you can just go meet with them, talk to them. They're your neighbor. You might have a lot in common. You don't know. They might They might really like uh, cars, you know, you're, and maybe you're a car guy or Maybe she really likes um, a certain television show, or she likes to bake, or she likes beautiful things, or he likes seeing um, big trucks drive by. You know, all these different things. You think something you like, there's somebody with severe and profound intellectual disability that most likely also likes that. That's a connection point. Do they know the gospel? I don't know. They may have never heard the gospel, so that's also the goal, is to get to know them, to love them as fellow image bearers who are very lonely, and let them know the glorious gospel of Jesus. And the beauty of that is that, one, if they become a believer, now they're kin with you. Remember, we all become brothers and sisters to Jesus when we are covered by his blood. We are adopted into, into his family. We are joint heirs with Jesus. And so this is a time for us to reflect on that, to be praying for them. If you do have uh, connections with people with these disabilities, reach out to them now. Call them. Um, do, a, do a Skype call or a FaceTime or whatever other resources are out there for something like that. <clears throat> um, if you can't go in... <laughs> Leave a little thing in the way. If you live close, you know, just w- make sure you're waving to them. Stay distance apart to protect them, okay? This is how we are loving our neighbors also at this time is to protect them because they they there's a chance that they couldn't survive it. We have to remember that. And so, but think of ways. Uh, send them cards, send them letters at this time. Uh, if If they... They have a meal that they like, and you you have maybe you can make them a meal or something along those lines if they can if they can eat it. If they can't, don't don't send food. If they're if they don't take nutrition orally, don't send food. It's kind of just terrible. It's kind of a, a torture to them to smell that food and know they can't eat it. <clears throat> Reach out to those families who are caring for them as well. Um, if you know people who work in that field, reach out to them. This is also a good time. So be thinking of these things. And the thing is, is we are going to be really empathetic 
of individuals a lot of the time is we're sitting alone, sitting by ourselves. Maybe you're vegging out all the time. I hope not. I hope you're taking some time to think and to, to be with your own thoughts. But take some time and, and pray about this and think about it. Write down these ideas that you have, specific ideas. Hey, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to reach out to this person or that. <clears throat> Start a Bible study with them. They're, they need the gospel as much as anyone else. <clears throat> and the beauty of what God does when he brings his people in to the family is wonderful. And it's shocking to people. It's... <clears throat> It's foolishness to the world, but it's it's great wisdom because it's God's wisdom. So I just want us to be mindful of that during this time as maybe we're trying to give in to fear. So don't. God is still sovereign. He's reigning on his throne. And he is over all this. And sometimes he allows these things to happen as part of living in a broken world. So we're, we're not out of his will. We're not out of his control in this. It's all part of what he's allowing and he's ordained it to occur. And so just rest in that and then know that you can serve others during this time. Reach out to them. Maybe it's just to get some food, get those individuals or those families food or to get the medications even. You can definitely do cards and you can contact them. And then something, as soon as this, this all is over and we're cleared to go visit with people, um, that are maybe a high risk, start building those relationships. Don't don't post it on Facebook that you're doing this. Don't post it on social media that you're doing that. Don't take pictures, say looking at me. This is this is God calling us to love people. And he didn't tell us to share it on social media. He said to love them, to care for them as neighbors. And to provide for them as individuals. And so that's what we need to do this time. And to reflect on that. So um, I don't have much more to say. Uh, it's something I've been convicted of. I've, I've got to do a better job with that. Um, and having my family involved. So I need to reach out to some of the, the agencies in my area to do that. To maybe start a Bible study. Um, and just walk through some scripture with them and see what happens. And we don't know. Maybe maybe it'll flop. That's okay. God's just telling us to be faithful. And it's hard. It's not easy, but it's okay. So um, continue to pray for one another. Pray for this uh, pandemic to end quickly. And that um, churches can start meeting back together again. I know many churches have um, stopped that to, to reduce the, the spread and of the disease, and so just um, be mindful of that. So uh, that's all I have. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this short little message. Um, I, I am going to do the next book review, and, and maybe with this extra time and my potential... Uh, interview, I can get that set up because of less doctor's appointments for them and stuff. So, um, again, you can contact me at God's Work Displayed at gmail.com. It's all one word, God's Work Displayed. Or you can uh, get on the Facebook, and I've got a Facebook page. Um, and you can also, if you'd like, 
uh, you can review, give me five stars on or whatever the rating system is for the different podcatchers that you use. Like there's Spotify, there's iTunes, there's Overcast, there's a few others. I don't even know. If you can put a review on there, I'd appreciate it. And um, just remember that we're all made in the image of God. and He has called us to repent of our sins and to turn to Christ to save us. It's in Jesus' name that we go. Amen. See you all later.